Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know Dash River Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall, what's that? The most famous reindeer of all. Come on! Put off the red nose reindeer. Had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it close. Come on, come on! All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer game. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came. Great DMX, a Christmas classic. Welcome back. It's Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Our good friend Terry in Texas requested it, and uh, you got it right there. 8030930, Star 930 gets you on the show. Uh, talking about Christmas shopping, I still want to know in, in, does anyone out there subscribe to something interesting? Like, you have all these different kinds of subscriptions. Anyone out there? Do any of these, like a, the Watch Gang or the Cologne one or a clothes subscription? 803 star 930. Uh, we'll get you on the show. Frank and Amherst has a comment on Bill's attendance. Uh, Frank, thanks for hanging on. Yes, uh, I was wondering about, since you're a fan and you attend the games, um, what do you think about the phenomenon of the stadium clearing out early when the game seems to be foregone in any one direction, either the home team, the Bills, is, are winning by a great number or they're being defeated by a, a very high number and the fans just decide to leave. I mean, if it's entertainment, uh, I, I, I'm not a supporter of, of you know uh, professional football franchises and I'm not a supporter of us having subsidized that stadium as we have. Yes, we've had that discussion. Uh, yeah, but, um, uh, you know, shouldn't the people that go to this game and I'm subsidizing these tickets for something I really don't back, can't you know, they stay there for the whole game? It's only a few hours. Frank, or... you bring up a great point. And, you know, 
the people uh, people leaving pay a lot more than me. You know, I, I have the cheapest tickets in the stadium for my season tickets, and right. I I don't care what the score is. I and, and and sometimes people I'm with are upset that I want to stay till the final. You know, the all zeros on the uh, on the uh, on the clock. But yeah, I'm I'm always surprised how many people when you're paying two three hundred dollars a ticket in the secondary market to go watch these games. I'm always surprised how early people will leave. Can I use a little bit of math to back myself up? Sure. Uh, if the game is only about three hours long, okay, I, I granted everybody can't show up at the last five minutes and file into their seats, so some start coming early. Uh, but I've seen stadiums that don't fill up until into the, the, the hour before. Uh, so, okay, so tops, if you come a half hour early, you're there three and a half hours, and then, you know, it takes you a half hour to, to get out. Um, so, for four hours, like they need to leave early, like almost as if like they went to a doctor appointment and they're like, geez, I got done early. This is great. Now I can go, you know, do something else. Or are they, this is my, this is what I'm getting at. And then I'll let you comment. Um, If they're just going to come and hang out in a parking lot, we could have built a parking lot, Jim, made out of gold. And it would have been a lot cheaper than building a stadium if people are just going to come and hang out in a parking lot for four hours and drink, go to the game for an hour, and then leave when the score is not in the right direction that they wanted to go. Yeah, I mean, hey, Frank, I, I, I get your complaint. I, I don't like people leave. I When I see people leaving at halftime, I, I try not to say anything, and I—, I yeah, I don't get it. I don't, you know, when I go to a game, it's an all-day commitment. I will go tailgate, I'll go into the game, and I will stay until the very end. Do you agree with those mathematics, though, that we could build the most amazing parking lot for peanuts compared what? to, uh, you know, $1.6 billion with $850 million in taxpayer subsidies for a stadium? We could have just built a, a giant parking lot. You know, put put some lawn, had these guys throw the football around, people get where it's going, and then just get in their cars and leave. We didn't have to build the stadium. But we are build, we're also going to be building a new parking lot, Frank. So we, yeah. you, you are getting both. I, I appreciate the call. I will say this. Um, you're not subsidizing the tickets. People are paying full price for the tickets. And, you know, with the PSLs now, the stadium is going to pay for itself. I, I'm... I know I'm going to upset a lot of people, and I don't want to get into stadium talk uh, three days before Christmas, but... You know, you talk about all the wasteful spending of New York State, and, you know, we talked about it earlier in the week. Um, now, you know, trying to force the hand of uh, Chick-fil-A to stay open on Sundays um, on uh, along the thruway. But there's been a lot of times that New York State has just wasted money. I, I mean, Kathy Oakle said it's a good place. It's a place where good ideas go to die. I think New York State's a, a place where tax dollars, uh, taxpayers' money is completely wasted. But the stadium is the one thing I think in Western New York that is worth the money the state's putting into it. It will pay off in time uh, with business, with uh, tourism. And again, you're not subsidized. Frank is not paying for people's tickets. You paid for the stadium. People are paying for their tickets. And again, I, I don't understand when you pay three fifty to go to a game, if you're on the secondary market, how much people have paid for these tickets. I know I've sold tickets. Uh, I've sold my seats, which are the cheapest in the stadium, for you know $200 a, a, a seat. I don't know why you'd leave early. Again, you want to beat traffic. I understand that later in the game. But when I see people, and it's not many people to the texter, it's not many people who leave at halftime, but I've seen people leave at halftime before. Again, that's up to them. Right, you're not paying for their tickets. They're paying for their ticket. And I actually, Frank, 
like when people leave with in the last five minutes because you know what? By the time I get to my car, because I am such a cheapskate, I park cheap and way down southwestern. So by the time I get to my car, I can just pull out and get right down uh, to Union Road and shoot up Union to get home. So I'm fine with people leaving in the last five minutes. Again, I wouldn't. I like to get my full uh, money's worth. But I think it's unfair to say that people, that taxpayers are subsidizing uh, tickets. We're not paying for their tickets. We, we, yes, tax dollars are paying for the stadium. And again, I think in time that will pay off. Um, and they are going to put a new parking lot uh, where the current stadium is now. Uh, very familiar, uh, very similar to what they've done in New York City, where Shea Stadium once sat, uh, is now a parking lot. And where home base used to be at the old Shea Stadium um, is now in the parking lot, which is something pretty cool to go visit. Shea Stadium also where the the Jets used to play. Um, So there's a little information. 803-0930, star 930. Uh, We heard from Terry. We heard from Neil. Those are becoming uh, the last show before Christmas traditions. Uh, My mom calling in. Uh, is also becoming, this is like David Letterman. My mom calling in uh, the last day before Christmas is becoming a tradition. Uh, mom, what what did you hear that uh, made you want to call in? Well, I originally was going to call in to talk about retail shopping. I'm on my way to the mall. Um, but then I did hear uh, Frank's comments. I take it he's not a Bills fan. But... <laughs> I think what he's saying, though, what he said is inaccurate. Like, I'm not paying for your ticket. I really am, because if the stadium was not subsidized by the state of New York, your ticket would be three times what it is, right? You're not paying the ticket. The season ticket holders are not paying for the price of the bills. Well, but with... with, with... It's just the price of a seat based on market, and but it's by no means uh, support, you know... Um, supporting the bills. It's not, that's, you know, that that is not the money that they need. But the personal seat license is kind of dipping into the, the stadium. That I mean, that's going to be added yes. at this new stadium. Yes. So the PSL yes. will... I'd like to see the figures. You never will, but I'd like to see the figures on it. I mean, way back in the day, I did, you know, through my business, looked at the contract that the Sabres had with the odd, and the Sabres got everything. And the the, the taxpayers paid for everything, but the income off of everything went to the Sabres. But they didn't pay for any of it. Right. So, the, the Bills did pay for it. deal. The Bills are paying for some of the stadium. Well, God bless them. And they're, and they're, paying, the, the, they're paying the over, too, which the stadium's already $300 million over. So. Yeah, we'll... and I'm with you. The state of New York wastes a lot of money on things that I will never use and I don't enjoy and I don't see necessary. So uh, I... I I can see where people would be unhappy with the money spent on the bills, but I support it 100. percent Yeah, I mean, we the state of New York pays for upgrades to Madison Square Garden every year. I've walked by Madison Square Garden. I've never been to Madison Square Garden. Just to say, just saying. Yeah. Right. Right. No, I agree. No, I I support it. I do. But um, you know, um, thank God for Mark Polenkar's keeping the bills here. I would be crushed if they left. Do you really think, though, the Bills would have left? <laughs> no, they were going to leave. <laughs> Only somebody that, you know, let's face it, we, you and I agree, or, you know, 
Mark's not the sharpest tool in the shed. And he may have believed that. I, I kind of don't think he did, but he may have, but they weren't going to leave. Uh, Janet in Amherst, which is my mom, uh, she's on her way to the mall. Uh, what are you expecting three days before Christmas? Um, mayhem, probably. Hopefully not. Hopefully we can control it. Um, I worked last night. It was, it was uh, the worst night I've ever had in my retail experience. Um, just a couple tips. If you're shopping, be kind. It's not the the person working in the store, you know, it's not their fault you waited till the last minute. And I waited till the last minute. I still have shopping to do. But it's not their fault. And I know we all look so cute with our Starbucks drinks walking around. Leave it. Leave it. And if you do take it, clean up after yourself. Nobody wants to spill, clean up spilled coffee after a terrible day or uh, one of those berry, sugary drinks. You know, do your body a favor. Skip the Starbucks. Just shop. Stick the... Keep the pretzels, you know, get the pretzels on your way out. I don't want to clean up your mess. And, um, you know, just be respectful. Yeah, I, I, I feel like there's, there's I feel like there's certain stores at the mall that you could bring the Starbucks in, but people try to bring them into the no. smallest space in retail. Yeah, yes. And, you know, if you don't know what you want, if your mom asks you to pick up something, call her before you come in the store. Yeah. <laughs> respect to the other people you know don't wait till you get up in line and then say i gotta call my grandmother who can barely hear and figure out what size uncle Susie, uncle joey is and hold on just a minute you know think about that have your coffee do all those little calls make a little list and then go into the store that's out of respect for other customers i mean i'm i'm here till 10 tonight you know but out of respect for other customers that are waiting yeah you know get your you know have it together and we all know it's frustrating it's very frustrating but um it's a fun season too. Make fun of it and and don't and you know a lot of the inaccuracies. I'm not saying that right in the stores. They're not the they're not caused by the person you're dealing with. Call the corporate office and complain. If there's not enough people working, that is not the person that did come to work. That's not their decision. Call the company. That's their staffing. They're being cheap. Yeah, right. they and, don't have enough people in their store. And have a game plan. I think that I think that's a, a big a big point. Too many people going. You know, the the time for just um, gazing and you know touching every product in the store like that was like two or three weeks ago. I I, I couldn't imagine with that chaos that's ensuing uh, to walk into a store without a game plan. Yeah. Yes. And I work in a store where it's it's one on one with the customer. So if I'm working with you, the other people can't see our product. It's all locked up. So, you know, when you have to call somebody or FaceTime people, um, you know, that you're just, you're just being so rude to the people that are waiting. That's you know, right. So get all that out of the – check your bank account balance. The, the, <laughs> the Internet in the gallery is horrible. Do all that. Transfer your money to the Apple Pay or whatever you got to do. Don't wait till you get up to the register. You know, that's and all good stuff. That is uh, – that's the area of grievances from, uh, from a retail worker. <laughs> are great but it only takes a couple of you know oh i i know i i might be i might be i might be six years removed but i still remember <laughs> uh mom and thanks is, and if you're coming to the galleria do not go get off the freeway and swing around galleria drive i've been sitting here forever i don't know what's going on but well, we're not moving that's galleria so, drive off the 90 yes 
right. you get about, you know, you get right in front of, like, the parking garage there, and I've just been sitting here. All right. So I don't know what's going on. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully Joe's listening. He'll put that in his uh, traffic traffic report. Hey, mom, enjoy yeah. it. Uh, you know, Thank just you. just uh, hopefully it flies by. If you see Santa, tell him I said hi, and uh, I will. I'll see you in two days. Okay. All right, honey. <laughs> All right. That's uh, Janet and Amherst. My mom on her way to uh, her retail job uh, three days before Christmas. Yeah, I uh, I do. Hey, let me tell you, I worked with some great people. I don't miss working retail one day, and I certainly don't miss working retail this close to the holidays. My favorite day, believe it or not, the best day, in my opinion, to work retail is Christmas Eve because you're going to get a little bit of a rush the first few hours you're open, and then the store is dead the rest of the afternoon. I remember the last two hours of Christmas Eve, we would be taking Christmas stuff down and setting up for the after-Christmas clearance sales for the 26th so christmas eve is probably the best day to work in retail after those first few hours because it really does just die down 8030930 star 930 well we've had a lot of stuff thrown at us in that for in that last segment so anything you want to comment on uh give us a call also we will uh, we'll kick this off rob lucas gave his top 40 songs uh christmas songs yesterday i want to hear your favorite Christmas song, 803-0930, star 930. What is that song that gives you that warm feeling when you hear it? What is your favorite Christmas song? What is your least favorite Christmas song? 803-0930, star 930, back after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Almost don't want to start talking. Little Kenny G. It is funny you have these artists that have discography, you know, a discography, yeah, have a catalog that goes way beyond Christmas, yet they get to a point in their career or a part, uh, yeah, a point in their career where they're just known for Christmas, right? I mean, everyone talks about Mariah Carey. She has, um, you know, uh, all I Want for Christmas is You. It's huge. I mean, that's the Christmas song. Uh, but Mariah Carey had an amazing career. 
uh, she had a ton of number ones. I mean, Mariah Carey was much more than just, is much more than just that one song, but it seems like we've gotten to a, par- a point now, if I search Mariah Carey on Google, it starts, it, there's fake snowflakes falling down. Like, it, it's, and she's kind of embraced it like this, yeah, you know, it's my, my season, Christmas season. But she has a lot more than just that one song. I, I mean, again, we can look at, uh, Mariah Carey's uh, discography and the, I mean, chart topper after chart topper after chart topper. But it seems like now she's just gotten to a uh, part in her career where she is just known as, oh, yeah, she has all those. And she has that Christmas, that one Christmas song that every radio station kicks off their Christmas coverage of. I, I just think it's really funny. Uh, very interesting. And again, I mean, I would, if I was a musician, I would definitely embrace it if it meant my career keeps on going. But, I mean, just look at all the number ones Mariah Carey had in 1990, 91, 92, 93. I mean, for almost the entire decade, she went every year with a number one. And then when I was in high school, came back with a number one in 05, a number one in 06, a number one in 08. Again, so much more than just all I want for Christmas is you, which, by the way, when that song came out, yeah, it hit number one. It has, it's, not, it's gone 14 times platinum. But it's funny, like, later in their career, they embraced this, oh, yeah, it's all about Kenny G. Now, I, I'm not big into the smooth jazz scene, but Kenny G does more than just Christmas. But that's the only time you hear him, right? Michael Buble. Michael Buble is, has so much more than Christmas music. I went to go see him last October. He puts on a great performance. Even if you don't like Michael Buble's music, he puts on a great concert, and he's freaking hilarious. But he is now starting to like be this guy that you see pop up Christmas time, do Christmas tours. I just think it's 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 interesting. And also, if I was in that position, I would completely embrace it. But I do find it very interesting. You know, we're not that far removed from when Mariah Carey was every song was a number one hit. And people only think of her as the all I want for Christmas is you singer. And once Christmas is over, Mariah Carey disappears. But again, she had a number one hit in almost every year of the 90s. I'm making sure that, I, that that's correct. She did have a number one hit every year. How impressive is that? She had a number one hit from 90 to 99. And then something in 2000, she didn't even crack the top 20. She didn't have enough. So she had a number one hit in 99 and then didn't go number one after having a number one hit every year in the 90s. She has a number one hit in 99 and then doesn't go number one again until 2005 with We Belong Together, nothing in 06, and another number one in 08 with Touch My Body. That's really impressive. 
Hats off to Mariah Carey. And now, I mean, she hits number one every year with All I Want for Christmas is You because between November and December 26th, that song is played on the hour by music stations across the nation that flip to an all-Christmas format, which, by the way, is a very successful format um, in, in music radio today. When you go Christmas music from, because people complain like, oh, why, did, why are you going November 1st? Well, obviously, people are listening. I mean, that's the thing. People will always, like, say, why did, you know, why did Channel 4 do this? Or why did Channel 2 do this? Well, because it, it gets ratings. If they didn't get ratings, they wouldn't go back and keep doing it. Right? I mean, there's probably people listening now. Why do they keep having Joe Beamer fill in? I mean, that's a great question. Um, kidding, of course. 803 star 930. What is your... What is your favorite Christmas song and your least favorite Christmas song? Uh, we'll take those calls at 803-0930, star 930. You'll hear my favorite Christmas song as you do every year, the final show um, that I do before Christmas. You'll hear it at after the 550 traffic. Tanner's got it all ready to go. And uh, we'll play that, and we'll say our Merry Christmas and get out of here. Um, but I'd like to hear from you. What's your favorite? What's your least favorite? Where are you about in uh, Christmas shopping right now? What annoys you about Christmas shopping? Um, are you a last-minute shopper? Or are you listening to this laughing at people for being so last-minute and you had your shopping done before the calendar hit December? 803-0930, Star 930 gets you on the show. And we will be also, it's fest, tomorrow's Festivus, right? December 23rd, you're um, infringing on my right to celebrate new holidays. Uh, tomorrow's December 21st, it is time to air your grievances what is something you want to get off your chest before the Festivus dinner? 803-0930, star 930. And has Seinfeld, this is a great question. So, you know, Seinfeld references, I think I can make one every day, right? I think every day something comes out of my mouth that has something to do with Seinfeld. Festivus is one where, I mean, they were talking about it on GR earlier. There's a newspaper, I think it's in Tampa Bay, where every year they do an airing of grievances. I believe it gets on their front page. Uh, you see it all over social media. And I know, you know, only 7% of people are on social media every day. I get it. Uh, but I think it's a good gauge of, I think Seinfeld is the one sitcom that will never get old. Like, so far, it's stood the test of time. And I want to say that Seinfeld has stood the test of time better than any sitcom. Now, I don't mean that any sitcom to you personally. I would say overall, right? Because I still think the sitcom Everybody Loves Raymond is hilarious. But unless you are watching TV Land every day, Everybody Loves Raymond is not on um, multiple channels, right? It's not the easiest thing to find. No one paid a ton of money to get the rights to Everybody Loves Raymond, like Netflix did Seinfeld. Um, and South Park is still on, so I, I guess South Park's not in this discussion because they still make new South Parks. It's, I mean, South Park's been going on for over 20 years. I remember when I was a kid, my parents wouldn't let me watch South Park. I think that's why I love it so much, because it was this thing that, you know, until I, until I was a teenager, I couldn't watch. So I think that's why I have this, like, I love South Park because... There's still new ones, and when, when it started, I couldn't see the South Park movie when it first came out. I couldn't watch it, when it uh, Wednesday nights at 10 o'clock. Um, I think that's why I love it so much now. Uh, but that wouldn't be fair because they still make new ones. Uh, same with The Simpsons, even though I think newer Simpsons don't, you know, 
newer Simpsons don't hold up to the older Simpsons. Uh, but still, they make newer Simpsons. They make new Family Guy. They make new South Park. So I don't think you can put that into this uh, discussion. But King of Queens, again, I love it. Does it stand the test of time like Seinfeld? No. Um, I mean, even things that came on after Seinfeld. There's a show called Rules of Engagement with David Spade and the guy that played um, Putty on Seinfeld. I thought that show was hilarious. You don't see that show anywhere. That show's not in syndication anywhere. It's, there's, there's no cable station that carries that every day. Seinfeld, you can find that every day on Comedy Central. You can find it on TV land. It's on Netflix. They paid a ton of money to have the rights to it. I don't think there's another sitcom out there that has stood the test of time as long as Seinfeld. That show went off the air over 20 years ago. And it is still referenced regularly by generations, right? My grandmother watches Seinfeld. My parents watch Seinfeld. I watch Seinfeld. That's three generations right there. And I quote Seinfeld almost every day. I don't think there's another sitcom that spreads three generations like that. Columbo's not a sitcom, and Columbo probably wouldn't didn't stand the test of time. Like Seinfeld, I just love Columbo. <laughs> but I don't think that's shared by as many people as, as Seinfeld. I, I would even say The Office is nowhere close to as successful as Seinfeld was. The Office hasn't been off the air as much as Seinfeld, and I don't, I don't feel people quote The Office as much as people quote Seinfeld. Nonetheless, airing the grievances, that's how we got into this discussion. 803-0930, star 930. We're putting up the, uh, the big metal pole. We are taking down the tensile, and we are airing grievances uh, for tomorrow's Festivus. We're also asking you your favorite Christmas song, your least favorite Christmas song. What is the Christmas song that you think misses the meaning of Christmas? I think that's a, that's a big question. What is a song you hear and you say, that's not a Christmas song? By the way, most people, Tanner, will say that about the song I say is my favorite Christmas song. People will text in and say, Joe, that's not a Christmas song. I get it every year. But I'd like to know what you think. 803-0930. Star 930 is the number to get on. Uh, we're also going to ask you about 2023 and your biggest regret of 2023. What are you looking forward to in 2024? Because surprisingly, I think this is my last four-hour show of 2023. You'll hear me on BMAS and Beamer next week, uh, but this is my last fill-in of the year. So we're going to have to do a little year in review in this final hour. That's four generations that we just illustrated of people who listen, who, who've watched Seinfeld. Now, again, I love Columbo. The Columbos that I like, I was not alive for. Now, Columbo did come back on ABC. I thought those lacked in the quality of the NBC Columbo from the, uh, from the 70s. Um, so I can understand Joe watches a series, but... That's four generations of people who watch Seinfeld, who quote Seinfeld. I'm telling you, it is a sitcom that has stood the test of time. And it is, even more than Columbo, for me, a show that no matter what, it doesn't matter my mood, it doesn't matter the time of day, the time of year, I can have Seinfeld on and I can sit there and watch it for hours. For hours. Mark in Buffalo has uh, has another uh, sitcom out there. Hey, Mark. Hey, it's this thing. I'm on the throughway. Mark, what is uh? So you say that there's something better than Seinfeld? Well, I don't know 
about better, but I definitely think another show from a little bit earlier than Seinfeld that seems to be everywhere all the time is Golden Girls, which is pretty hilarious. Um, but Seinfeld is great, too. But you see both of them all the time. If it's not Seinfeld, it's Golden Girls <laughs> or vice versa. You're so right. Like those You're right. Hey, Mark, uh, Want to get? Uh, thank you so much for the call. Your, your signal's a little bad there on the thruway. But the Golden Girls, now that show was in the 80s. The four main characters are all since deceased. And there is still a huge appreciation for the Golden Girls. We just had a play come to Shays uh, based on the Golden Girls. Yes, I think it's got its audience, and it's still a pretty popular show. I think no matter how old you are, you're listening, you know of the Golden Girls. I don't think, though, it's the it's as popular as Seinfeld in 2023. And I don't, you, you can't quote the Golden Girls like you can quote Seinfeld. And the Golden Girls, as, as funny as it was, um, it's not the kind of show. I think the thing about Seinfeld is no matter what happens to you on a daily basis, you can put something that is like a Seinfeld episode, right? You can put yourself, you can be in a situation where you can pull out a Seinfeld reference because they tackled everything on that show. And you can say, I would, I would argue, no matter what, on a daily basis, you can say, well, that's like the episode where Kramer was at the bar or that's like the episode where George was locked out of his office. It seems like every day you can point to a specific example that Seinfeld brought up, and I don't think any show did it like Seinfeld. And that's nothing against any of the other shows. The Golden Girls, obviously. I mean, that is a show that has been off the air for decades the four main characters are all deceased, and it's still wildly popular. It's, I think it's on every night on, I'm going back to TV land. Uh, Cheers is another, is another one on the, on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Cheers, another great classic. The thing about Cheers was the spinoff to Cheers, well, the successful spinoff. There was a spinoff that lasted four episodes. The successful spinoff to Cheers ended up being more successful than Cheers itself, and that's Frasier. Frasier, one of my all-time favorite sitcoms, probably it goes Seinfeld, everybody, I'm sorry, Seinfeld, How I Met Your Mother, and Frasier. I mean, that's probably my top three right there. Are we going to get into sitcom talk, 803-0930, star 930, the last hour of Joe Beamer before the holidays? Hey, if you're down for it, I will take this turn. I was not planning to take this turn, but I will take this turn with you. 803-0930, star 930, let's rank sitcoms. Also, Festivus airing of grievances. The line's open for that. Your favorite Christmas song. The line's open for that. Let's do it. 8030930, star nine thirty. What is a sitcom that has stood the test of time better than Seinfeld? I don't think you can name one, but I'm I would love to hear. Um I, I'd love to hear it. Prove me wrong. Uh this is fun. It's Beamer in for Bowerly, one hour to go on News Radio 930, WBEN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.